Slice Audio. Like they're gonna have a year. Like I know it's early, but they look like a team. 
in the morning get COVID. I'm a little bit. I was really looking forward to getting COVID again. Still have this thing going on right now. Also, that's up. That's the point of the night. This is out of us. I'm just standing here and thinking about how 
But I'm, I don't even know what thriller fucking is. I know I'm going to download it on my phone and I, so I watch this fight. And the docuseries that goes with it. I love Mike Tyson. By the way, it was great. Remember that HBO documentary they did on Tyson? This was what? Well, I think it was right after the hangover stuff when he started getting money. Mike Tyson had a comedy career for a while. So that's just speaking to the agents. They're really good, actually. Like, he's not a fan of knocking down comics. But it's engaging conversation. He's kind of with it. And then he started this big talk company. He's like a peculiar marijuana thing. Anyways, if you open the talk about this, I'm not a trained day. And he was such a ruthless gangster. They would have to bring in people off the street because they couldn't find enough people who could fight with him because he just wanted to be training partners. Like, he had a heavyweight fight and they'd run through 50 dudes to go and stand in the ring with them. They would build a giant crack head off the street. You have to watch the documentary. He has a great scene where he's talking about what it's like to knock out a faggot. And Tyson goes, you know, when you knock out a faggot, you punch one, and they get knocked out, and then when they're in the ground, they get hit again, and it wakes them back up, and so they come back up, and they start fighting again. That's that boxing. Like, people will say, well, I'm trying to do all the money to book. He's not broke. That dude's doing well. Like, that dude's a brand. He doesn't need the money. He can't understand about doing it. Opportunity to go into a ring and beat a dude, and that is what his purpose is. Like, it's not about the money, although the money will be substantial. I'm sure we'll talk about it more. So let's go back and forth. The Washington, okay. The Washington football team. I'm going to just end this for you so you can stop. Like, first off, you don't know fucking shit about shit. And you can't be talking about it at all because you don't know. You don't know. Nine times out of ten, you don't know. You just don't know at all. And I'm not trying to get you to change your opinion. But here's the argument I'm going to start with. Everyone wants to say, the Washington football team, what a stupid name, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Is Washington football team the best thing ever? No, of course it's stupid. But you didn't read that thing at all. Here's what they're actually trying to do. They're, they don't want to rush it. They want to have a proper search. They're going to change the name for whatever reason you want to subscribe to. Be it good for money and sell jerseys or because, you know, they know they get the right thing to do. And I don't care about what your opinion is on the subject. I don't care what kind of bullshit they do in that way. It's just going to be changed. It's the right thing to do. And it doesn't affect you whatsoever. All these fucking people are like, I can't roll 10 seconds on social media. But I've seen that on camera scene that everyone's turning around. Boycott it, you feel that strongly. I'm not talking to you, rock and roll, boycott it. But like, 
inability to actually enjoy what you are doing because you are so consumed with being the best that there ever was. I man, I almost want to rewatch the entire thing. Just a lot for that. Taking the edge off of a long day, as we all are. Okay, there's a new podcast I want you to check out, because I'm very excited about it, and it would be fun if we listened to it together. I'm also like, it's got some homework to it, though. So, there's a, there's a, you guys remember who Jack Morris is? He was a fictional character from State by the Bell. He's played by... Mark Paul Bachman, that's his name. He plays Jack Morris. He plays Bell. A show which I was raised on in my in my in my childhood and preteen days. Saved by the Bell was like the show for a lot of us. And Mark Paul Bachman, who plays Jack Morris, interestingly enough, has never seen an episode ever. And they're going to do a podcast about the whole thing. We're going to watch it at a week. And then they're going to do a podcast about what they remember from that episode. I, I find that incredibly fascinating. I'm so excited for it. Like, next week is going to be the first episode. But here's why I'm like, I'm, let me nerd out a little bit on this. This, this. this is not a new thing. This has been done before on a couple of different shows. The best I've ever seen it done is, and I like to say this because it was my favorite television show. For my money, the best television show that's ever existed and my favorite. I watch it once a year because I find it incredibly comforting and fun. It's the West Wing, which is on from like 99 to 2008, maybe almost a, almost a decade. And it was it still is to this day my favorite all time favorite television show. I think the doctor great. I think the acting is great. I think the the writing is fantastic. Check this podcast out. You might want to check it out with me. Come back to the future. I'm sure it's on the little 
district platform you've listened to this show on. Yeah, I don't know. That website you can download this show. Or is it podcast? Um, what else? Okay. Uh, last week, we were talking about a new theory I have called the Redneck Pendulum Theory. And I'll give it to you briefly once again. I think everything, I think every binary decision is not really a decision that's more of a pendulum. And at any given time, we're swinging one way or another. And it can be fashion and music and politics and just everything. Well, the Redneck Theory specifically talking about the redneck pendulum. And right now we are too far into redneck. And, and, and smart rednecks are not fixing the dumb rednecks. And it's got to be the smart rednecks fixing the dumb rednecks and why, which is basically why I feel like our social media is social media right now. It's, it's actually something called the Dunning Kruger effect. So let me explain that for a second. Dunning Kruger, I can't believe I'm saying that right, by the way. The Dunning Kruger effect is basically this. In a nutshell, you don't know anything about a topic, any topic whatsoever. Let's call it, um, let's say we're talking about the universe thing here, okay? And almost none of us know anything about it. But the second we watch one documentary or read one article about it, now we are actually overconfident about our knowledge in it. And as time goes on, our confidence about that topic, as we learn more about it, and so you spend a long time in that, you know, researching the actual facts of it all, and then you get your actual confidence level about your expertise on the topic. It's like a universal thing. And go back to the last thing you were sure about that you posted on Facebook, and then spend two hours researching that topic on the internet so you can see both sides of the coin. You'll find that your confidence and your knowledge of that subject actually decreases the more you know about that subject. That's an actual effect of Johnny Kruger effect. My funny version of it is the redneck pendulum theory, where it's just way through the fuck bar of the redneck right now. Here's an example that is specifically true. Let me take the politics out of it, because a lot of you are either you're super Trump or you're, you're, you're anti-Trump, and you're hearing me talk about this, and that's how you're filtering that knowledge through. So you're either really happy or you're really mad right now, depending on your mood. First off, calm down. I'm not here to fight with you. Here to listen. You can fucking call me anytime. You can listen to any other podcast you want. You're here to listen to me. Great. I appreciate it. This is what I think. I'm not picking on you. Calm down a second. Let me put this into perspective in a completely non political but hyper local version of this. Everybody hates the Corvette people. We have a Corvette rally out in the Black Hills. I think it's in June. And the service industry generally wants to vomit because they don't like these people because they're assholes. But here's the reality of it all. Back to the redneck pendulum theory, let me give you the Corvette pendulum theory. Corvette owner pendulum theory. I assume out of a hundred Corvette owners that 75 to 80 of them are, in all honesty, actually pretty cool. They're nice to people. They hold doors. They're polite. They don't, they're, not, they're not calling people stupid all the time. They tip well. They're generally pretty cool. But it's the very loud minority of the Corvette owners that make people think Corvette owners are like Corvette owners because they don't tip and they're rude as fuck and they're all caring and they're constantly asking for the manager and nothing's ever good enough and they 
didn't give it to him because they're assholes who also own a Corvette. But good Corvette owners refuse to call them assholes, and that's why everybody thinks Corvette assholes are owners of assholes. That same principle applies to every group you're a part of. Because we're not being our own anymore. So smart rednecks need to fix the dumb rednecks. And then everything will get a little easier. I mean, you're going to win every argument. I mean, we're coming closer to the middle, and that's all we're looking for right now. It's a fucking huge fucking statue from everybody. Couple of points you want to die and come on to. A couple of points that are not as important to you and you in the middle. Like, listen, I sound like I'm, you know, I sound all woke in this episode, but let me come back to the other side a little bit. Here's what, like, the important thing about this show is if you hear something that I say that you completely disagree on, don't just stop. You can stick into the show anytime you want. I'll read your points. You might be right. You might turn me around a little bit. But understand that. I'm going to get to something else, and you're going to agree with that, probably. So, I'm 15 different deals, if I'm crashing 12 of your hot spots. You know, that's pretty good. I read in the news, like, I'm a divorced man, and so I'm positive this gets at me more than I can see others. But Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, the guy who runs the guy who used to do, right? He's recently divorced, and it's a big settlement. Like, that woman became instantly one of the richest people in the world. I can't remember her name. But I read that Bezos' ex-wife gave $1.8 billion to charity already since the divorce settlement. And, like, listen, I get it. It's charity. That's great. Good for her. Like, I mean, I can't say enough about how great that is. Take that amount of personal wealth and give it to people who do not have it out of the kindness of your heart. I think that's beautiful. I think it's spirit. I think it's amazing. But I also think that there's no way that doesn't really grind at death of those. Because I highly doubt his ex-wife was in the middle of coding the fucking website out. I'm not saying she deserves nothing. Like, you know, I don't even know if he's kidding or not. Like, I have zero, I have no idea if Jeff Bezos is a son of a bitch or not. I've never read an article about him. I don't give a shit about his divorce. I don't give a shit about any of this. But I'm bluntly saying the following is almost gospel truth. If Jeff Bezos read that headline, you know his face got incredibly hot because $1.8 million of your money that then becomes not your money, even if it goes to charity. Like, you might have it all coming. Uh, fair. Super fair. But I'm going to start with Jeff Bezos just a little bit. I'm saying, I didn't lose $1.8 million. I'll never make $1.8 million. Like, in fact, I'm not even bitching about what I pay. I think it's very calculated and fair to go to a good place and fly. I'm not taking a position that way. But I also know that even though that money goes to a place where I know it's being used properly, it fucking grinds on me. 
I'm thinking about quitting this shit, by the way, because oftentimes these stories are incredibly sad. Firefighters battled rough fire in Angeles National Forest near Azusa, Southern California. We have fires here, too. Air Force fire out by, uh, out by, uh, by Elk Peak, formerly Harmony Peak. Uh, Trump, Trump, I gotta say this, I'm sorry. Listen, man. You don't fucking move the election. You don't move the election. Mail fraud is not like you. You gotta hear this. Like, this is not, I'm not, this isn't a political position. This is a middle, this is a moderate, taking no position on the current election, at the fuck all whatsoever, telling you with, like, I, like I've really spent some time on this. And I'm not saying I'm the expert. I'm not saying there's zero fraud. But mail fraud is not an actual thing in the political world. Like, we just received one point whatever trillion dollars in, in, in checks 
if you can if you can trust the post office, like it's incredibly insulting to the post office. Like if I was a post office worker and all I was hearing about is this, this imaginary mail fraud that was going to happen if you had to vote through the mail. Like the fucking mail is how you can vote if you're trying to not. You know what I mean? Like this, there's there's like point zero zero one percent proven out fraud in any election, no matter the media. And from what I've read, taking zero political position on this one way or the other, mail mail fraud in an election is just not going to ruin an election. It's, it's not going to. You can't fuck with it. These are like it's like cheeseburgers and and and, and fireworks and the Fourth of July and Christmas and springtime. Like these American things. That you can't fuck with. It doesn't matter how mad you're or sad you're going to get if you lose. You can't fuck with the election. That's the thing that makes it the thing. I mean, you got to go with me on that guy. Sorry, I wasn't going to do any tough stuff, but like, seriously, you can't fucking move the election. That's not. Holy shit, man. Okay, where were we? Trump. No Trump. No COVID. Uh, 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 like, uh, what's the D one hit Hawaii the other day? What is I like, have you guys ever, it's a little nerdy, but have you ever, um, went to the National Hurricane Center website? It's incredibly fascinating. Like, you get to track all these storms that are in the ocean, and it's fun is the wrong word, because, like, you don't, you don't want a hurricane to hit anything that might cause anything like that. But they're fascinated to track. We're already to high. Tropical storm idea. Seems that seems like we're going through the letters kind of fast, doesn't it? Isaiah is in the, it's like sitting over the Caribbean right now. There's a disturbance outside of Africa right now. That's the old instance that says it. There is a tropical storm cyclone formation like around New Mexico. That's the Central Pacific. No Like you're on the other side of the fence. Like you can't be political at all because forty nine point one percent, forty nine point one percent. Like it's ridiculous. And all my friends who live in Florida, they, they're constantly being bombarded with political ads because every race is to the death. But then you just have so many like alligators and humidity and methamphetamine and oh, Florida sounds exhausting to live in. It's a blast to visit. 
what I did I got to do a hurricane. It's cold it all year. And it's a fucking election year. So Florida turns into a crazy show every time. And now you're going to throw a bunch of hurricanes on top of it. Oh, man. Um, what else happened? I'm getting a lot of stock news lately because I've been day trading. Like, not with real money, but like fake money. Like, real money, but not like actual money, like $100. But now I'm, now I'm, and I only did it because we were watching that TV show doing, and it's all about the stock market and these people who are going to inside trading, which is really cool. So then all I want to do now is be an inside day trader. I don't, although I don't have any inside information at all, I just have to go Google search if you guys do. But I'm up. Marco is doing me, Marco is giving me uh, some wins. And then I bought Town Square. I thought it was going to work out. And it, and it turns out I can invest this shit. I'm up $24.78 since I started. But I was up about $100. i am I'm taking some out here. And I did not have a great day in the market today. Anyway, that Robin had that kind of cool week check out. Oh, shit. I should have monetized that. I can get you as a referral. I can get you stuff on Oh, yeah. Someone asked if I, uh, if, I would, if I would make a Venmo. So, like, if you like, um, you know, if you like the show and it's entertaining to do and you feel like you're only getting a couple of bucks, you can do so. Here's the deal, though. Why don't you wait until I get, if I get 50 episodes in, and you're still hanging in and listening to this. I'll, then I'll throw that out there. I don't feel like it's worth any money yet. We just gotta get there. That's about the news I have to report. Uh, we're not gonna be fake mailbag. We're gonna punch on a bike for these bikes for a while. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, you bet. We're not Jones. Dot. Oh. Something. Where you're going to send in a topic, we're all going to learn about it. I prefer that you tell you teach us in a voicemail by going to MurdochJones.com or calling 605 340 And you can just teach us about whatever you're asking. That'd be fun. But this one can end today. Have you ever taught anybody about the Christian domestic white discipline? Not going to be either of this. Well, I should find a source in the other side after I read this. That's how you check this shit out, by the way. Okay. Daily, oh wait. Christian domestic discipline. Christian domestic wife discipline. Lovingdisciplinelife.com. Oh, shit. This is a blog about this thing. Okay. Can someone just tell me what it is? What is domestic discipline? It is about having consequences to negative actions. 
holy shit, this is faking. This is adult faking. This is faking your wife's pocket. Okay, you're a single dude in 2020. 
and like you're out there in the world and you're trying to meet you know a person who can you can share a fucking thing with, right? And you got to lay the bottom, like, hey man, I think you're great, but let me tell you about banking and the domestic discipline. I think you'll really enjoy this. <laughs> Thank you, Mailbag. All right, I guess that's going to be about it. We're not going to I haven't been listening to any music to tell you about, really. I've been kind of into the podcast. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's my list. It's all in its own budget. So I want you to be nice on the internet. I want you to do something nice to your mother. I want you to not thank your wife. And I also want you to understand that the Dunning-Kruger effect is a real thing, and you don't know near as much as you think you do. But if you learn more about it, you will understand why that's true. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in studio 2a executive producer is mark (laughs) he's in my cell phone is mark fucking houston (laughs) executive producer is mark houston engineering chris jaquez i think it's jaquez i call him jaquez and he is certainly the smartest man at home slice when it comes to technical abilities I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon and all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this and he's going to be so annoyed and that tickles my fancy. So leave this goddamn piece in.